Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Last week, the Rochester Spurgetry Oversight Committee recommended that the government examine the introduction of a congestion charge to help pay for the cost of climate change. Now, in 2003, you may remember, London introduced a £5 levy for driving into a, a relatively small area of central London between 7am and 6.30 on weekdays with exemptions for taxis and emergency vehicles, of course, and people living inside the zone. So if you live in the city, of course, you don't have to pay it. But the same thing has been suggested as well here in Ireland. Now, there's no doubt in normal times, forget about COVID for a minute, that city traffic in Dublin and Galway in particular is quite ridiculous. Cork and Limerick have their own set of problems as well and are quite heavily congested at times too. But if we don't have a decent and reliable public transport system, it's very difficult to justify charging people for using their car. But let's just say we did have a decent or reasonable public transport system. Would you abandon the use of your car for going into the city if there was a charge for doing it? Now, I suppose when you take Dublin into consideration, it would be from, if you're talking about the city, it would be from the canals. That would be the city. That's how we always define the city. So when you get to the point of Dorset Street or the canals or coming into Rap Mines, for example, and you're coming across the canals, at those points, there would be cameras similar to London. There would be a camera that would take a picture of your edge plate, similar to the M50, and they would charge you £5 for visiting the city. Now, again, you could register if you lived in the city. That's fine. Now, not working, living in the city, then you you would be exempt from those charges because you have to get home, obviously. You can't be charged £5 just to go home every day. But the same would apply for busy cities like Limerick, Cork, Galway as well. Would you agree with it? And not only would you agree with it, do you think a congestion charge would stop you from using your car? Or would it make no difference and you just take it on the chin and you pay the money? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Now, again, this is not being implemented tomorrow or the next day. I think before anything like this happens, they would have to improve public transport. But in theory and in principle, do you agree with the idea of a congestion charge to stop people bringing cars into the city? The number is 087-188-0008. Would you be happy to leave your car at home if it meant it was going to cost you a fiver to bring it in so you jump on the bus instead? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Do you think charging a congestion charge into the city, because let's be clear about it, there are a lot of people who come into the city in their cars who don't need to come in in their cars. I'm one of them. And yeah, I put my hand up, but I like my car. I could easily, if I was coming from Swords to Dublin, for example, when I was living in Swords, if I came from Swords to, to Dublin City, to here, to the O2, I can easily grab the Swords Express. I think it's about four quid or something. I haven't a clue what it is. But anyway, I think I did it once because my car wasn't getting serviced. But I don't. I choose to drive in. Now, mind you, I'm not going into the, I'm not going into the thick of the traffic or anything like that. I'm only coming to the three arena here. That's where we're based. So the point is, I choose to do it because there's no charge. If I was charged a fiver to come in, would I still choose to do it? Probably yes, because I like driving my own car. I like my own space. I get a lot of business done when I'm in the car. I'll make phone calls to people that I need to make phone calls to when I'm in the car. I do all those sorts of things when I'm in the car. It's like my office. So yes, I will still drive my car. But I shouldn't I, because, you know, according to people, I'm damaging the, you know, the, I'm increasing the CO2 levels of the world by doing things like that. It's a nice big diesel car. Although I believe it's quite efficient. Anyway, 
But do you think a five euro charge in general would make other people do it? And I'm not, by the way, going to do the say as I do, do as I say. I'm not telling you to do it. I'm only telling you the government are asking you to do it. They're asking you to leave your car at home. That's not working too well because people are not leaving the cars at home. So the suggestion, like in London, is let's charge a congestion charge of five euro to encourage people to leave their cars at home. So do you think people will be encouraged to leave their cars at home if we charge them five euro? The other problem is, of course, is that the cost of diesel and petrol has substantially gone up. I don't know whether I'm the only one who's noticed this or not, but I don't hear other people talking about it. I was charged 144 a litre yesterday. Maybe I made a big mistake. Send me a text, by the way, particularly if you live in Dublin, and let me know where the cheapest diesel and petrol is, because 144 a litre seemed to me like a bit of a rip-off. But maybe I just haven't noticed over the last three or four weeks that it has gone up substantially. Paul, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Paul? Hi, Noel. Very well, thanks. And yourself? Good. Paul, is, by the way, just on a different note, is it? do you drive yourself? You do? I do, yes. Yeah. Is it only me? I, I haven't noticed it, but why has the diesel or petrol gone up so much in the last two or three weeks? Um, I'm not too sure why. I think it's something to do with the, uh, the Middle East. Is it, uh, is it everywhere or is it just the garage I happen to visit? No, most of the garages are up around 150 and upwards. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Because I was yeah. filling my car for 70, 73 there this time about six months ago. Now it cost me 97 to fill it. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, th- I think it's something to do with the Middle East with the uh, the, the petrol prices oh, or whatever yeah. they're charging per barrel. I think yeah. Oh, well, yeah, one stage last year they were actually paying people to take the oil because they couldn't get exactly. rid of it. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it went right down to about 120 or something at one stage oh, last no. year. It was great. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah, well, Paul, getting back to charging money for driving, five euro congestion charge, would it make a difference? Um, I don't think it would make a difference. As you said yourself, we have a terrible uh, transport system. I never use the buses, never use any sort of public transport. If I can help it, I always drive mm-hmm. uh, my own car. I mean, they're pushing people to get uh, sort of more eco-friendly cars like um, electric or hybrid and mm-hmm. uh, spending a lot of money on those. And then the charges, then a congestion charge as well. It's taken their Michael. Yeah, well, the, well, the electric cars are just not going to work out till they reduce the prices of them. They're just too expensive at the moment. For most no, people. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So that, that's not a thing at the moment. Well, not for about another five or six years. We we can start having a bigger conversation about that. But mind exactly. you, they are wonderful. I had a lot of them for a weekend, and I have to say, I really enjoy driving it. <laughs> apart from the whole thing of charging it up again. Oh, um, uh, that's the worst. Yeah. But the hybrids might be, they're quite popular at the moment. But in saying that, you don't believe unless we get a decent transport system. Now, I suppose if you live on a Lewis line, you're, you're kind of made, aren't you? You're elected. But if you don't live on a Lewis line, you're doomed. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. And that's if people want to use it. Like, I like, like yourself, I like driving. Well, I don't like driving in around the city centre because it's especially get caught in traffic jams. But I do like the freedom of having my own car, especially mm. maybe lashing rain, waiting at a bus stop or something for the buses that never turn up. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, and I, th- I think it's a bit rich, you know. Even even suggesting congestion charge in in a, a country that's so small uh, and a city that's so small. I mean, London is vast. I mean, it's and then they have a wonderful public transport yeah. system. They do, they do. They have everything that they need over there, but we don't have that here, unfortunately. Yeah, I think um, we're probably one of the only capital cities without a decent transport system in Paris. You got the metro as well, and most most capital cities have a decent system. We don't. I mean, don't get me wrong. Lewis is great, and I know metro is supposed to be on the way soon for you know anybody living out in the Swords direction coming into Dublin as well. Although they've also got the Swords Express, a couple of other things there. I could mm-hmm. probably use that. You know, well, well, not now. I'm not living in Swords now, but I could have used it when I was living in Swords. And in saying that, it would have been much better for the environment but I like you like to sit in my car exactly absolutely <laughs> I mean in the situation where my mother lives in the, in the Ballymun area and where she lives they actually with these new buses that they, they put on um, from Dublin they have a number of they double, uh, 
not CUE, but Dublin bus. Mm-hmm. But then they, then they put on these other kind of buses. And they took her bus off the route that she would normally get them off. So she used to walk nearly down to the shopping centre, which is, you know, it's my mum's age, like, it's not a... No, it's a mean you know, task, yeah. Walk, she has to yeah. walk a good distance to get down there. And if you get in, if you get cut in the shower, that's it, you're soaked with the skin, type of thing. Yeah. And, right. uh, so, yeah, so they don't they don't think properly in this country. But for whatever reason at all, we can never seem to get it right. On well, any see, we, but we do have a big problem of congestion. And I know I know many of the cities around the country have a big problem. And I know, I know Ireland's going to come on in a second and give out about congestion at Galway Beaches. And I do get it. You know, there's too many cars on the road. I mean, we have a population of 5 million. There's 2.2 million cars now on the road in this country or something like that. Mm, so. But that's, that's, only because of the, that's only because people need to, to be able to drive. I mean, if you live in the rural areas in the country, you need a car to get around. Absolutely. You have to have a car to get around. Yeah. And the, the biggest congestion, I was actually shocked a few weeks ago when I was going to collect my sister in Houston Station. And I could not believe the congestion on the keys. And that's because they, put the, they took the keys down from two or three lanes down to one lane. One point. lane. They destroyed it. They absolutely destroyed the key. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've, I've driven, you know, as I say, from Houston Station down here to the three arena down the keys. And it's actually, it's actually, I get anxious doing it because I don't know what lane I'm meant to be in. The lane tends to move because it, it moves in and out. It does. It's just a mess. Stay there for a second. Let me go to Irene as well. Irene, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Irene? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Irene, do you believe a congestion charge or to charge drivers, you know, a fiver coming in past the canals into every city? Well, you know, I don't know with all the canals, obviously, in Cork and Galway, but but certainly, to, you know, to get into the city. Would it make a difference and stop people driving into the city? I think it would, yeah. But the problem is for certain infrastructural needs that aren't met on certain sides of the city. For instance, here in Galway. Uh, the That's a mess. East, it's a mess. Yeah, the, well, in the east side, yeah, it is. The traffic is a disaster. But on the east side of the city, the beaches are <coughs> contaminated regularly. I got sick there myself 30 years ago. So never would I go into Ballylochon or Dead Man's Beach. So I'd have to get two buses to get out to Fort Hill or pay a congestion charge. So it's had unfair to people on the east side or in certain parts of the city where they have no access to infrastructure unless they go by bus mm-hmm. or pay a congestion charge. I know you can say that about many different infrastructural needs, but... See, a lot of, a lot of like what that. happened in Galway, by the way, was the one-way system. The one-way system, because I've obviously been there many times, and the one-way system is a complete disaster. Yeah, well, uh, they're supposed to be building a ring road, but people keep objecting to it, and 20 years in the making now. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I heard all about it. I heard all about the objections as well. Yeah. Um, eventually, it'll get done at some point. They'll, they'll come up with a reroute or something like that, and it will get done eventually. But that may alleviate some of the traffic. But yeah, it's not going yeah. to alleviate all of us. No, I think it would help. Like, it's a mm. ring road, so people can alight at certain parts of the city, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not just bypassing the whole city. Mm-hmm. No, there are pros and cons to it, of course there are. Yeah. Ideally, a uh, light rail system would be brilliant. But as for the congestion charges, it's just it's a tad unfair that they haven't sorted out contamination in Gal- the east side of Galway Bay. And what is the contamination, and how are you very sick, by the way? Oh, hepatitis. 30 years ago, I put my foot on Valley the Home Beach and got hepatitis and I was two weeks in hospital. Oh, no. But I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if, um, you know, a lot of cases of different viruses that people get, if um, that they could get them from rivers and seas, uh, rivers and bays and so on, like, Absolutely, I wouldn't disagree with you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we tend to. There's a, there's a lot of pollution around. Maybe that's kind of quite invisible sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, yeah. I'm yeah. not. I wouldn't disagree with you at all. And and, and you're right. I mean, if you, if you believe and and obviously you've evidenced the fact that it's a cleaner beach and you want to get yeah. to it, you shouldn't be charged that much money to get to it. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know. All right, keep texting, keep WhatsApping numbers 087-188-0008 and let us know. Uh, Do you believe a congestion charge would make a difference? Anywhere in Dublin, Limerick, Galway, Cork, will it make a difference? The number's 087-188-0008. John, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, John? How's things, Noel? You alright? Good. Well, yeah, I'm just, just get, I was talking about getting old, John. Maybe that's that's what I was kind of focusing on you today. You don't sound old. You sound, a lot, you sound a lot younger than what you are, you know? Oh, do you think so? Well, you know. <laughs> oh, that's all right. So I'll take that as a compliment, by the way. That's sound, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, John, um, you're on holidays here from London at the moment. That's right. And and do you have you paid a congestion charge? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, obviously, it came into London many years ago. But see, no, 2003, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And, uh, I mean, I totally understand you've got to find the balance between, um, obviously, nobody wants to be breathing in horrible, you know, stinking diesel fumes and that. But at the same time, what's happened, Niall, is in the beginning, they say things like, do you remember them little smart cars? Do you remember them very tiny little cars that people were driving in the beginning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, in the beginning, they were free. And then once after a few years, when X amount of people bought them, then they started charging them. Okay, so the and exemptions they originally had started slowly drifting yeah, away. Yeah, exactly. And now what's happened now, Niall, I mean, you may not be aware, but on the, I think it's the 25th of October, which is only a few months away now, um, the mayor of London has extended the zone from that little square mile where it was very small right down to the north and south circuit, which is about probably 20 or 30, maybe 50 times the size originally. Oh, right, okay. And this is all done by cameras, by the way, isn't it, of course? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's thousands of cameras in London now. If you go into the zone, automatically they have your number plate and, and you get billed. If you don't pay, say, it's a bit like the M50 toll. If you don't pay before a certain eight... 24 nine, hours, right, it, it doubles. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then you get a fine through the post and then, of course, it can escalate onto... You know, oh, you know I've heard of people not paying the M50 toll and ending up with a bill of 800 quid within oh, a year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 I'd well believe. But see, what's happening, um, I say about six, seven, eight months ago, Niall, they were often incentives. If you, if you handed over your older car or van, you got £7,000. Right, okay. It That's was nice. like a scheme. But now they've stopped that about five, six months ago because they said they've run out of money. So what's happening now is people like myself, I mean, I work as a carpenter and I've got a van a diesel van that's never let me down, it's perfect. But I now have only got about eight, nine, ten weeks to get rid of my van. How am I going to come up with the best part of 20 grand in a pandemic, obviously, yeah. to try and buy a new van? Yeah, well, they did that a while ago here, too. They, kind of, they called it a scrappage scheme. Exactly. Uh, yeah, if you got rid of your old car, you, you know, they gave you a fair whack of money at the time exactly. to buy a new one. Yeah, and I know they're, exactly. by the way, they're doing it with taxi drivers at the moment. They're offering yeah. them 20 grand to buy an electric car, a grant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which yeah. Is, yeah, which would be nice. But, but I mean, I mean, my, my my main point is in the beginning, it all sounds fine. It's only a fiver, and you know, and and there's exactly. When it's a fiver, I mean, if you're yeah. working and it's in yeah. and out every day, that's a tenner yeah. a day. Exactly, yeah. But see, now in London, I think it's. I mean, I'm. I can't remember it offhand because I haven't gone through the zone because I get the tube to work a lot of the times. But what happens, Niall, is it's gone up now. I don't know, it's eleven fifty or thirteen fifty a day. And then there's another charge as well as a congestion charge. So, so at the end of the day, I think it's about 25 heading on to 30 quid now, Niall, if you drive into the zone at certain times. And then you've got to park when you get in there too. And that's a nightmare. Because, uh, <laughs> and on the pay for that area, as well. Yeah, well, you're only allowed four hours on a lot of the parking meters. So if you go over your four hours, you come back and you'll have a ticket. 
even if you were willing to pay for the next four hours. Oh, you might as well just get rid of your car at this stage. <laughs> well, I mean, well, here, well, here's the thing, right? The argument is, John, that in London, at least you have a choice of a good public transport system. I mean, well, it's yeah. a reasonably good public transport system. You've yeah. got the underground there, you've got buses, you've got trains, you've got everything going on there. Yeah, okay? yeah. What, have yeah. We, what have we got here? Unless you're living on the route of the Lewis, you're doomed. Of course. But see, the only other problem you have as well now, like, don't get me wrong, you're totally right, the London um, public transport system is fine. But once it goes after, once it gets dark, and you get onto a tube or a bus, especially night buses when people have had a few drinks or, you know, there's a few... You, you know, the trouble is, I know plenty of people, you know, you... You can be in big trouble. I mean, you could be on a bus walking home and, you know, something could happen to you, know, like in any big city in the world. But the yeah, problem yeah. is... You take a you risk. Know, you can't, exactly. But if you've got to go into the city and come out, you're still safer in your car. But then, of course, you don't want to be paying a 20, 25 quid congestion charge. Mm. So and by the way, did it make... I mean, uh, you would be more familiar with London traffic than I would. Yeah. Did the congestion charge make a difference the amount of time you were actually sitting in traffic? Well, do you know something? In the beginning, it did not. But, of course, as time goes on, it kind of reverts back to the way it was before the charge. People just get used to paying for it. Exactly. Well, people just get used to paying for it. So then it just and, becomes um, a cash cow. Yeah, and then what happens is then, say like a lot of builders, say now, for instance, you've got to work in Victoria or you've got to work in the middle of the city, then all, all they'll do is just whack the charge of their price. Say they charge someone 3000 they'll just say, oh, 3500 because I've got to go in and out of congestion charge. And they just pay it. Right, okay. So people were charging the extra, the builders and everybody else yeah. involved were charging, and even restaurants and bars yeah. and everybody else was charging exactly. extra. Exactly. So really, the problem, it gets solved for a while, but if I'm totally honest with you now, I think eventually it kind of filters down where it goes back to the way it was. Right, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right, but stay there for a second because I want to go to Brian as well. Brian, you're in Ireland's classic kids. There you go, Brian. I mean, there you go. From the horse's mouth. Uh, no. Yeah, John was living in London. And it didn't work. What do you think? Uh, I, well, I take on for someone who's uh, born and bred in Dublin, uh, Dublin City. Uh, I I don't have a car. I've I never wanted a car ever. I've had a motorcycle. I've I've, I've stopped doing that as well. It's like on you can get everywhere you want in Dublin for uh, for uh, not much cost. Okay, so well done to you. You live in the city, and you. By the way, you yeah. would be exempt from a charge anyway, even if there was a charge. Once you live there and have an address yeah, within the city. I would be exempt, but by choice of I know there all the public transport. I have my leap card. I can That's great. Do anything else? And before and it says you know my leap card, I pay for myself. It's not it's not a leap uh, like a uh, given card by the government. Yeah, but what I'm, what I'm hearing from you is it doesn't affect me, so I'll be grand. So fuck everybody else. Yeah. But well, that's not really the attitude, Brian, is yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, what what about somebody who... Okay, let me give you an example. What about somebody who lives in Blanchardstown and yeah. maybe wants to come into Dublin? Or somebody who lives in Malahide and needs to go to Blanchardstown. So they have to come through the city if they're getting public transport. It'll take them nearly two hours if they get two buses to get from one side of the city to the other. Well, For them, yeah, it's easier to use a car. No, yes, it's time constraint on it, but it does, it does take extra time, but the, you still can get there fairly cheaply. But people have a quality of life as well. Yes, yes, you're right, you're right. I mean, it's all well and good for you to say you don't want traffic in the city because you live in the city and don't have a car. And, no, and no, that, no, that's I nice. I don't, sorry, sorry, I, don't, I don't live in the city. I live in out in Tala. And my parents live out in Kearney, which takes me an hour to get across the city to see them. So, okay, so you avoid you going to the city, obviously, unless you're using your leap card. Well, no, no, no. I, I go straight. I'm on the 27 bus route, which goes straight through the middle of the city. Right, that's well That's how, how I actually travel. But... Uh, I still think it's an amazing place to be. It's like, um, what, what else? Like, what's, the, what's the better option? 
Well, I don't know what the better option is, but you've heard John say that living in London and when they brought this charge into London, it made no difference. The only, the only no, difference no, it made no, was no, the government no, made no, money. No, 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 no. no the bringing, bringing the charge in is ridiculous. What, the, the thing which you should do in Dublin is just a case of make better services in the city. They're, they're talking well, no, about well absolutely. Years. I mean, if we had a really good public transport system, you wouldn't even have to charge the fiver. I think people might, some people would use it. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, you, you, you're using it, so that's what I'm saying. But you don't have a car. No, so and and you you obviously don't enjoy driving. That's fine. No, well, no, I'm a motorcyclist. Well, well motorcy- I was a motorcyclist myself a long time ago, and it's a kind of yeah. dangerous hobby nowadays. But anyway, um, in saying that, you don't you don't have a car. But what about people who have cars? Do they not have a right to drive the car? Well, they do, of course they do. Yeah, well, if well, if no, I no, want no, to drive no, in rather than no, getting a bus, no, no, my fiance loves to drive a car. She has to drive a car from uh, Kilimanjaro down to. Uh, every day for work. Right, okay. Why wouldn't she get a bus like? Well, because it's not available and that's the only reason. Oh, there you go. Isn't that exactly what I was saying to you? Yes, it is, it is. But yeah, well, we'll, 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 we'll hang on for a second because I want to go to Connor as well. City. We were talking about city. city. I know, yeah, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, well, some people don't have a transport system or bus to get to the city. That's the point I was making. Like your girlfriend who doesn't have the transport to get to whatever it is she's going. Well, I thought this, this whole conversation would be like... No, but I'm, I'm using like... Yeah, but I'm using... No, you're misunderstanding me. I'm using like with like. You said your girlfriend uses her car because where she's going, there isn't a transport system available exactly, for her. Exactly, yeah, okay. I, so there are people who live outside the city who need to get to the city who don't have a transport system available to them. Yes, I agree. Yeah, so they use the cars. Yeah. So should they be charged a fiver to do so? No, but they should They're possibly use the park and ride place for, for free and then park and then ride the uh, yeah. or the train system in. Uh, to be between yourself and yourself, if they want to do that, that's perfectly fine. But I'll be honest with you, if it was me, I wouldn't be doing it, particularly in the middle of winter. I'm not standing out. I'm not getting out of my car in a park and ride system waiting for a train or a bus. I agree, I agree but yeah. I'm just saying it is, it is a possibility. All right. Okay, well, stay there. Let me go to Connor as well. Connor, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Connor? How are you getting on now? How are you? I, know, I was very interested in what John had to say because he obviously had first-hand experience of this from 2003 in London and basically it made little or no difference whatsoever. Exactly, and to be honest with you, I don't really see it with feasible over here. Um, if you take into the likes of... Um, like, I'm a mechanic. I work um, pretty much in the city centre. Okay. So, obviously, I'd need my car every day or my van to bring in tools. Um, you're looking at the likes of a lot of pubs in Dublin are undergoing work at the moment, so they'll obviously need contractors to drive there. Um, vans in every day to bring in tools. Um, I don't really see how a congestion charge will work with us because we're being penalised on tolls already. Our, if you drive a commercial vehicle, your tolls are about twice the um, twice mm. the money that a private car would be. Well, I, I'm assuming, by the way, it's tax deductible in some way. It would have to be if you're self-employed. Yeah. Maybe not. I, I know it's not tax deductible to get to work, but if it's for the purposes yeah. of your work, it's tax deductible. No, but for the likes of a mechanic that works for another company. Oh, um, okay, okay. Your, oh, yeah, I get you. Vehicle in and out of town oh, that'd be a disaster, yeah, disaster. Yeah. Yeah, 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 well, I can see that. I can see that for people who work in the city, it's going to be a problem. And then for the likes as well, like, um, our road tax system was updated in 2008, and I'm going slightly off topic here, but our road tax system was updated in 2008. Yep. So um, the tax was now based on the emissions of your vehicle. Yeah, not the CC. So would, yeah, yeah, exactly. You would think then that um, electric cars with no emissions would be free, but the government are losing out on that. So the 
tax for an electric car is the basic um, charge of 150 euro. Mm-hmm. So I think that's another um, way of making money, money and getting money back. Money making, exactly. Oh, the government, that they're losing out now. They realise the push for electric cars isn't as uh, profitable as they thought it would be. No, so probably not. <laughs> Although I, I, I do believe, you know, the kind of free electricity and the grants and all this kind of stuff, the push for electric cars, that's not going to be around for long anyway. Because, you know, when we get to about five or six years, by the way, I'm concerned about your job as a mechanic, by the way. When electric cars become a thing, you know, I mean, then they're going to start charging. Oh, they'll figure out a way to charge for electric cars. Are you, by the way, just before I go, I go to my next caller, are you concerned, Connor, very briefly about electric cars putting you out of work? Oh, no. Like, I mean, it's still, there's not, they're not as mechanical, but they're still mechanical. So I can still see them being around. And to be honest with you, as you said about the push for electric But they don't have engines. Years ago. <laughs> no, but the likes of all the other bits, like the brakes and your suspension, mm. that'll still be, that's still technically mechanical work, so. Well, this guy from Tesla, when I had a load of the Tesla, told me it didn't have to be serviced. Yeah, well. We'll wait and see. That's kind of, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of their thing. But just as you were saying with the um, push for electric cars, about 10 or 15 years ago, there was a push for everyone to buy a diesel car. Yeah. So, I mean, these things kind of come in ways. By, by the way, can I point out, by the Green Party, <laughs> yeah, it was exactly. the Green Party that pushed us all into the diesel cars. Now they're telling us to get rid of them. Listen, I'm running out of time. Thank you for that, Connor. Let me just go very quickly to Anthony, who's a regular caller to the show, a regular listener to the show. Anthony Bigford. Everybody loves I'm him. Island. Mad as a brush. I'm outside Dunn's in the Jetland, and it's raining, and outdoor dining. I'm, I just look ahead my... McFlurry, my Twix McFlurry. Oh, I love a good McFlurry, Anthony. Oh, Twix one, I love. Oh, no, not the Twix one, no, the dairy milk one, or the crunchy one is lovely as well. Oh, you have to have a Twix, you know, the two fingers. <laughs> I know the two fingers. <laughs> so, Anthony, very quickly, because I've only got two minutes here. So, what, what's happening, Anthony? Have you been selected for something important? Um, myself and Breda Ryan, my husband, were going for an interview tonight in our apartment for Gogglebox, Ireland. And um, if they're listening, I would say... We would be up for a lap. We will rock Limerick. We'll put Limerick on the map. Myself and Breed Ryan, we're very vibrant, funny people. Well, I can tell you, if they are listening, I'd watch it if you were on it, Anthony, because you're a hell. You're mad as a brush. Put the for me now, <laughs> Islanders, and the couch for Breed. Breed, I make the tea now. Come on. <laughs> I, hope, I hope if they're listening today, I really do. Look, I said, if it's meant for us, we get it. And if not, I said, look, sir, we're funny people and we love. And even getting on your show means a lot tonight. Oh, no, it means a lot to me yeah. too, Anthony because you always can be, you always put I a smile on your face. <laughs> How's your pigeons? Oh, the pigeons are grand now. Um, they're in good old farm and uh, might bring one of them on goggle box to take and come on and be lovely. Yeah, I can just imagine the scene <laughs> of you sitting on the sofa with the pigeons flying around the room while you're watching the telly. Listen, Anthony, good luck in the interview with Gogglebox tonight. I hope they see sense and give you a job. Hopefully. Le- and let us know. Come back on and let us know, won't you? We will, of course, sir. It's not sir, and I can come on and have the fun with you. And um, thanks very much. And I look forward to the classic kids' parties in the voodoo rooms. In the near future, I hope, Anthony. This, thank you, Anthony Pickford. There you go. He's going for an interview tonight. And you might be seeing him on your television screens very soon if, uh, if he's selected for Gogglebox. I have to say, if the makers of Gogglebox are listening, you could do worse. Anthony is a very funny individual. I have to say. <laughs> he is a very funny individual. I think he will certainly pull in the listeners and pull in the ratings for sometimes the wrong reasons, but sometimes the right reasons as well. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic.